Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, pick Guardian. Jared Brandon is burning up in his house, not for real, but because his uh, air conditioning apparently is completely out. He's in the middle of Tennessee and he's on fire and he's a very big guy. So I actually do feel sorry for him because he's... Stay you know, cool. Yeah. Stay cool, Jared. No matter where he is, he's like, I'm sweating. <laughs> let's get so, a, let's oh, send him one of those blow-up yeah. kiddie pools. Yeah, of like a couple of them. Stitch them together. <laughs> uh, so uh, filling in for uh, Mr. Brandon, we have... John Esterly with Rare Buzz Effects. Thank you, John. Good to have you here. And... Billy Spitfire with Billy Spitfire Unlimited. Is, oh, is it, what is that? It's just a clever business name I came up with. <laughs> just now? It also looks cool on a pick guard. Yes. That's true. Yeah. That is true. It is. So yeah. Billy's uh, joining us again. Glad to have him. He was on the uh, AC Slade show. Hope you guys really liked that episode. I did. And uh, also joining us over the line is... James Pennington of Guitars of Doom. James Pennington. You Come heard on, his say name it sooner. right. What? Guitars of Doom. Oh, my. There you <laughs> go. You know, Todd, you never introduced yourself. I Well, I'm getting there. Hey, this, this is taking a long time. Hey, everybody. It's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs Podcast. <laughs> we are, why, why are you clapping? I'm glad you're clapping, Billy. This is going to be a heck of a one, people. Tom, uh, what was your name again? <laughs> Why? Why am I, fe- I feeling like I'm trapped? Um, so anyway, hey, we two? are thrilled to death that you are listening to our show, the Guitar Knobs Podcast. Say it twice. It's, it's twice as nice, something like that. We're going to have a great time because James Pennington is one of our grand poobahs. And uh, anybody who's been listening for a long time has heard his name at the end of the show many times and probably in the middle sometimes when we're doing specials and stuff. Uh, James is a great supporter of the show as well as the guitar community and all the builders out there. So uh, we are going to have Thank you, a, James. Uh, thank you, James. Oh, we're going to have welcome. a great time talking with him tonight. Uh, we have a stacked show man mm. so we ought to get on with it shan't we stack away stack shan't away we? we've got uh, a couple of announcements Roll. wow road mics thank you road mics for providing our audio equipment it is delicious and it works really great too does it uh, taste good it does well uh, tony tony's usually the one who's got his face wrapped around the mic so how does it taste tony um tastes kind of like spit uh-huh. yeah okay. also basically just want to say hey everybody you know what you can do this weekend? Go buy a peddler, a guitar, or an amp from one of the builders that we've had on the show. Oh, I thought you were going to say, outside. go see the Valentinos. No, we're not playing this, this week. We are going to be recording really soon, though. Oh, okay. And go we've got a studio. couple shows coming up. But we'll, we'll discuss that. We'll talk about that later. Um, but, uh, yeah. But, anyways, hey, I'll take this time to plug. Go listen to my band, The Valentinos, on Valentino, thevalentinos.com. Or, or on Spotify. Maybe better spell it. Bank. I have trouble. To, I have trouble. I want to put. I want to switch the I and the A every time. I I know, but I can't do anything about it's that. It's like Villian, but it isn't. But it's not. It's not. It's Valentinos. 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 It's the Valentinos. Yes, and <laughs> I'm playing with like Mathematics that. on Saturday. Oh, yeah, Billy's at in the Turtle band Creek Tavern at Turtle Creek. I've played there with another band I'll called Glare. And also the headliner, 10 Ahead, which is Kim Crawford and the drummer from... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. 
Dooley Phoenix band. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, nice. Killer. Yeah. Now yeah, we'll when, have to get when, out there and see that. When the right band on. glare is off stage watching you, do they glare at you? Wow, Tony, your jokes suck. Okay, hey everybody. <laughs> let's let's talk about what what's uh, going on in our music world this week. Um, I thought we were going to do a special announcement. We were. Remember the thing you sent me in the emails? Oh, so now you're checking your email. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that right after. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, it'll be great. Okay. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to check in with Tanya Balonsky. Yes. He's going to tell us what's going on in his music world this week. Then we're going to listen to our friend James Pennington and then go around the horn. Okay? So, this week, as, as, as I have in other weeks, but this week in particular, I have been watching uh, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And... Um, for the past month or so, um, the uh, the regular leader of the band uh, has been off. Uh, I believe he got married and is spending some time off. Um, and uh, so the guitar player in the band, Louis Cato, has been fronting the whole thing. And this week in particular... Cato! Cato! <laughs> Sorry, I hadn't... <laughs> it is. It's hard not to do that. Uh, St. Vincent is playing along there, too. No, Todd, she's, she I didn't she, say anything. Why I know, you but I, you, you made a yucky face. I didn't. No, no. Go oh, ahead. But, uh, but so she's been kind of do, filling in uh, second guitar, singing and stuff. But what, what I found really interesting, and I noticed this a long time ago. So uh, what Lewis plays, and now this is a pretty high-paying gig, I would imagine, right? Wouldn't you say? Late show, say Colbert? It. Yes. Yeah. So I've noticed that for the last at least month or two, maybe longer, he has been playing um, what appears to be a Les Paul uh, that looks like a Les Paul custom because it's got the inlays and things. But it's got a maple fingerboard and black block inlays. So I, I kind of went down the rabbit hole a little bit. And what he's actually playing is probably a 70s Ventura Les Paul replica copy, whatever you want to call it, that has a bolt neck. It's it's certainly not one of the best Les Paul replicas ever made, but I'm thinking here's a guy that's probably getting a pretty healthy paycheck, and he plays this guitar. Which I have a Ventura. You do have a Ventura, a Les Paul. Uh, Les Paul Ventura. It, it's, it sounds amazing. Yeah, and so. I'm, I'm thinking, wow, that's that's pretty crazy. Because at first I said, oh, well, you know, he's on late night or late show. Gibson has probably come up with something special for him. And lo and behold, it's well, a it's a Ventura. So I that? just thought that was kind of cool. And so my hat's off to you. He must love the way that it sounds and the way that it plays. It's a cool-looking guitar. And if Gibson was smart, they would say, hey, we should make this guy a guitar that looks like this and give it to him. As a uh, artist model, hmm, yeah, not a bad idea. So, if only we knew somebody if who worked at Gibson. Why knew. not? Roasted maple is is making a thing. You know, they're making roasted maple necks and roasted maple fingerboards. Yeah, you know, in lieu of expensive mahogany or yeah. or whatever. You know, hard to find Brazilian fine woods. So I guess guess yeah. what I, I guess what I'm saying is, if you have a chance, I mean, it's. Uh, tune in the, the cool. Late Show because I'm guessing that Lewis will probably be playing this guitar next week and the week after and the week after that. Wonderful. 
So that's what's going on in my music world this week. That is super exciting. Speaking to the microphone, exciting. Todd. <laughs> it's his first day. Give him a break. Yeah, sorry. Got a lot going on over here. Uh, James, how about yourself? Well, I'm in the process of getting ready to move, so I haven't really been doing that much. Been trying to sell a drum set. If you, hey, Rogers. That's about it. Hmm. All right. Where are you moving to? Are you staying in uh, uh, West Virginia? Same town. You're, yes. you're calling from West Virginia, right? Yeah, and what in that West Virginia? Not, not the other Virginia. It's west of Virginia. <laughs> Virginia. Oh, Ohio, Virginia. Virginia. Not Virginia. He's in no, 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 West no, Virginia. No, no, no. Virginia. I'm in West Virginia. Oh, gotcha. That's what I. Th- isn't that wow. not East Virginia, but West Virginia. Virginia. East okay. or South Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's no South Virginia. So, uh, so you're staying in your state? Yeah, and same same hometown. Well, other than that, just got a couple uh, cases to do, a couple of pedals. Oh, yeah, that's building it. them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We'll, we'll be talking about that. Well, let's uh, check over with our pal, John Esterly. Well, I was talking with Tony before uh, we went on, on the air here. Um, I've got a partscaster telecaster i've been putting together and i I got the notification from musicraft the neck was on the way today so i decided that's going to be the one to get put together so i started putting it together today and realized that the pick guard i had bought not from pick guardian (laughs) yeah didn't fit so i will be visiting Mr. Dudzig tomorrow, and we'll be working out some kind of new pick guard for this guitar. I think we can come up with something. I cool. figure we can come up what's, with something. Uh, what's turn been from, uh, from Musicraft? How long ago did you order? So, actually, I can let you know. It's, it, it, what they list on the website is very correct. Um, let's see. It shipped today, and I ordered it on May 21st. Okay, so, so six weeks. Mm, more like or no, that, like twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. Yeah. Um, twelve weeks. Take, take what I said times two. Yeah, yeah, but not terrible. I mean, they. I think they've been advertising between fifteen and twenty weeks, wow. so it, it came in ahead of schedule. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody's in kind of the same boat. I mean, I've ordered some stuff from uh, like Best Guitar Parts out on the West Coast, and uh, you know, they said it's going to be a while, and sure enough, it was a while. So. Um, you know, unless it's something that's kind of stock standard, um, you know, it, it, everybody's just kind of running behind. Right. And then, you know, getting supplies and things, of course, is another matter altogether. Absolutely. So. Word them up on the level. <laughs> Billy, how about yourself? In the music world this week, uh, two things. I picked up a 1983 PV T60. Yeah. Oh, cool. Bright red. red. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, really nice. cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I have kind of little guitars a little bit what they seem they seem little what no 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 not this one this this is the one that's it's fat it's a t60 it's 260 yeah but it has a like a kind of a doesn't that have just like a you're thinking of a, of a different one you're thinking, you're thinking of, of a, a t25 t20, or a t27 yeah, yeah. Mm, okay yeah 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 all right t60 is actually fairly weighty okay oh yeah and they're, uh, they're beasts. the rick the uh Pickups are, uh, I don't know who did them, Bill Lawrence or they're, they're Bill Lawrence no. style, but uh, they're, but they're, that's you know, their own no. toasters. Isn't you it? crank them up and they, and they'll split 
you know, it's really cool. Yeah. Well, you so, know what's what's cool goes from humbucker to the to a single. Yes. Phase. So what the, what they do, and what I've done on a number of my guitars, <clears throat> is normally there's an empty lug on your tone control. And this came from one. Uh, I think it was a steel guitar player. Uh, read something at Red Roads, I think it was. Um, and uh, he he did it on yeah, Joan Jett's guitar. Yeah, right on Eric. And Cardin's. so basically, yeah. what it does is normally you would have like the if you have a four conductor wa- uh, wiring out of a humbucker, the two that are normally together and tucked away, uh, you put those onto the empty lug of your tone control, mm-hmm. and when you open your tone control all the way up, it splits the coil. Oh, that's cool. So it's like a variable tone splitter. So if you really want bright sound, you crank the tone all the way open, and that's what it does. Yeah. Interesting. Are you going to yeah. paint that white for your band? No, 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 no. This is a red one that's fairly rare. Red ones are very rare. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, so it's just a new baby, you know. That's cool, man. So everything that's works on neck, it. Right? Tr- maple neck, right? Maple neck. Trustwad works perfectly. Have the case with I'll it? I'll have to bring um, Stinky yes, in. Yes, the original case. Goofy f- molded plastic case. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There so. was a point where I owned six T60s. <laughs> All at one time? All at one time. <laughs> I believe that. Nice. I used to have a white T40 base. Yeah. yeah. But, man, that thing is not for somebody who has a bad back. Yeah. No. no. Or any back that works. Because it if will you, make it I'm not work I'm going to bring Stinky in so, so you can try that out. St- <laughs> Stinky <laughs> is, is the uh, my PV Fury. It's an 80. 82? I oh, think. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those uh, things. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, I think no, those are, it, man. yeah, those, that's like a jazz bass almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kinda, um, Todd, what about you? Okay. Well, we haven't, che- oh, yeah, we did check. We talked to you. It was delightful. John. I had two things. Yeah. My second oh, yeah, one was sorry. I'm taking vocal lessons. <laughs> okay. Yes, nice. clearly. And that's why. That is needed. <laughs> <laughs> why are you taking vocal lessons, Billy? That is why. You know, uh, um, because I know why. You know I know what? why because the teachers sing cute. lots of <laughs> lots of harmonies. No, okay. it's it's for the campfire, you know. Yeah, that's you cool. Know. Or when I do solo acoustic gigs, and, okay. you know, whatever. I've fronted bands in the past. I just I want to get back to that because my vacation job is sitting on a beach, you know, singing for supper. Hey, take right. it, man. You know, I like it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my retirement. That's, that's my ultimate retirement. That's super plan. exciting. Um, Tony, you were asking me something? What uh, what's it? going on well, in your music world Well, let me tell you, time. my friend. Uh, you should know better than anybody, Tony, oh. what happened in my musical week this week. Tell me more. Well, so I have this amazing Pure Salem Bruiser. Bruiser. Which is a Flying V guitar. And it's uh, I'm kind of Jeff Goldblooming a little bit right now. Yeah, well, it's, a it's flying a- V guitar, <laughs> and, it's, uh, you're getting, and you're getting slime on everything. Yeah, uh, and it, you know, it, you guys have all seen the the, the pictures and everything. Uh, well, what we decided to do, who's what this I decided we? to do, who is this we? Well, you and me and Chase and everybody, you know, uh, we were talking God, about God, it. Mother and, River. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I love. The guitar that uh, Chase and I put together, the, the Vinny, in a single pickup, and the kind of style of music I play, I was like, you know, I, it's kind of really all I need. Um, so we decided, let's get kind of crazy and turn this into a single pickup V. V. 
So that meant, number one, that I needed a new pit guard from Mr. Tony. Nah. I, I, I shopped it out to WD. Yeah. <laughs> so I drew up a design for it and talked about it with Tony. And uh, so he brought it. He just brought it in. We got to check it out over there. I'm really excited about it because it's, it's quite literally a single pickup and a single volume knob, which yeah. I pro- probably don't ever use that either. Uh, Did you choose a V for Villantinos? Yeah, Villan- Villantino. It, it's it's this one is this one is Vicky. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, to, uh, Chase is going to be put, doing a few more things to it. I'm going to give it to him this weekend. We're going to have some fun doing it. It's wired up and ready to go, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. But we're doing a few more things to it. Mm. It's going to be very exciting. You're going to take the headstock off and make it headless. Uh, no, d- dual headstock. Ooh, dual uh, yeah. headstock. He's going to take leave, out the other. I can't leave well enough alone. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so I, I'm just super excited to play that and and get it. And it, to me, it kind of made it a a little bit more um, of a showpiece. Oh, sure, okay. <laughs> it's it, it just you know made it a little bit more ownable and and you know I I actually cool. like the the bigger guard on that. Uh, I think it's. I think it. it I, in all honesty, I think it does make it more of a showpiece. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Tony. Uh, and I prefer single pickup guitars. Yeah. Nine yeah. times out of ten, yeah. that's what. That's that's. Looks what like I an arrow. Yes. Arrow straight through my heart. Yeah, there you go. That's a line from our, from our uh, song. Whoa. So, anyways, that was a that was a big deal. I was waiting for, and um, that's it. Now, uh, the the big thing that Tony was just talking about, and it's not like a big surprise or anything. Well, Tony, what we what uh, we were talking about earlier is I stumbled across on guitar.com um, an announcement that was by a couple of weeks old, but uh, I was just kind of going through it, and it is for the Guild Surfliner. Guild Surfliner. And we typically don't talk about like a whole lot of like brand new gear we don't showcase or anything, but yeah. um, we've talked so ma- so much about like all of the unique things about so many boutique guitars. And to me, this actually feels like a boutique kind of guitar. Like they 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 made it specifically, uh, I guess, uncommon looking, for lack of better words. Well, this is a serious departure for Guild. Yes. I mean, Guild has made solid and this body is guitars. The Guild before. Surfliner. So if you're near a computer or you're you're at your phone, go to Guild and look up Surfliner, and you can you can play along with us. And and this one kind of takes a lot of inspiration from. Um, Offset guitars, surfcasters, strats to some degree. Jaguar. Um, Jaguar to some degree. Um, and it's an, it's relatively inexpensive. Yeah. I mean, the street on it is like four forty nine. Oh, wow. That's crazy. And yes, it's made overseas, um, but it's a really cool design. Um, it's a bolt-on a bolt neck. Um, it's got the six in-line headstock that HSS uh, Guild used uh, on a number of models in the 1960s. Mm. Um, it's kind of a cool shape, and it's got you know it's an HSS setup, uh, and their humbucker it's, that they're it's using not fully offset though. It's not as radical as it's like not a like Jazzmaster. No, that's why I said it's kind of a cross between yeah. a Strat and a Jazzmaster, and the um, the the humbucker that they're using is actually closer, I would say, in tonality and, and size to a mini humbucker. Okay. And then... It's kind the, of like the Curtis Novak kind of thing there. A yeah, little a bit. little bit. And then these are kind of like open top. 
with chrome surrounds. I, I'm not sure if they're closer to strat for the yeah, single so coils. Humbucker single single. HSS. That's, yeah. that's what we call it. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. But or some people call it. it SSH because they go from the neck out that, to the bridge. But that's silly. I always go from the bridge. HSS. Whoever started that? Not me. And Probably who calls John. that Probably front John. and that back? I do. I cannot under <laughs> I, I that screws me up Ooh. every time. Um, and then there's three instead of like a uh, toggle switch or a five way switch. There are three um, diagonally set, diagonally set, so ergonomically set rocker switches. Yeah, so that's where the uh, the jag the the you know the jazz master. Sorry, the um, jaguar stuff comes in. Yeah, sorta. Um, so this is cool. You can have all of them on all at once. You can have one on at a time. You can have any combination of that. So and it's got the guild string through uh, solid yeah. body. So string like through. I said, total. This is a serious departure for guild. And you know, Todd, I was a little. And it's in kind of a pop color. It's like well, they come pop in orange. They come in orange, uh -huh. blue, and a, a sage white. What and the blue is like a deep blue or a, like an aqua blue, eh, like an ocean blue. Ocean blue, yeah. What? Catalina blue. Catalina blue. Oh, that's what blue. they're calling it. Let's you blue. have it up hey, there. Hey, you needed Billy? the money. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking for them. I'm looking for them used already, man. Wow, fantastic. <laughs> well, you know, Todd, I was a little bit late today. Yeah, and that was for good reason. Why is that? Well, I was talking to my friend Patrick over at Guild. Oh, and um, maybe we'll talk to Patrick at Guild pretty soon, or someone else, or someone else. Oh, and, good Tony. And uh, I, uh, I ordered one hey. directly from Guild. That's Wonderful. fantastic. Uh, nice. So, um, so that should be here next week, so we can all check it out. Oh, that's fantastic. So that's I, even I more ordered, fantastic. I ordered the sage white one because I thought that was. So, the, what is sage? Is it dusty it's white? A greeny white. It's kind green, of a greenish. Green, white. green, oh. green white. Go, just look it up. Okay. Well, I, I'm. We, we will. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they kind of took a bunch of the key things that people like from a bunch of different guitars and kind of put it all together, which is a super boutique kind of thing to do. Because of that, and because we've talked about some of these little things that we like so much, I thought it would be fun to just kind of have a chat about, um, you know, what we like or dislike about it. And uh, James Pennington, you have this up uh, on your on your screen at home right now. Um, what are your initial thoughts on this? I kind of dig it. Especially like the headstock has like that Firebird yeah. style look. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was gonna say the same thing. That's yep. cool. Yep. Very cool. Nice. Is this something that you think you would you would uh, purchase? You don't have to if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. I'm just asking. <laughs> Actually, I probably would. I, well, I would some... do something else about the pig guard. Like I want to make it a little bit longer on the mm. volumes and on the tune. Mm. Put it, put it, extend it down there. That's yeah. yeah. Or so... get like a metal plate, like the fenders bases. Oh yeah, yeah. That could be an option too. I uh, I I. The, one of the things I really like about it is uh, the the neck plate on the back has like the G cut yeah, out of G. it. That that's a really kind of a neat thing. I, I'm not 100% sold on the rocker switches. I mean, I know why they're there and what you know the function that they have. But to me, sometimes even with slider switches, I I find them, and especially in a live situation, I find them difficult to use. Mm. And kind um, of awkward in an awkward position because if you're really strumming hard, yeah, like if you're playing an aggressive punk surf, you yeah. know, um, you're gonna you're gonna bump them. And, well, yeah. you, know, at, you know, you, all over the place. It's funny because I had a uh, like an old uh, Tele Custom, mm. and the the pickup switch is up at the top, and when I was playing, I kept hitting it. So I said, "Screw this noise," and I cut it out. And put in like a, a rocker switch from that I got at Napa Car Parts. 
nice. <laughs> because I was like, nice. I, I, I kept turning it on and off, and I need, I needed something that I could yeah. switch the, uh, you know, the, the pickups without right. constantly hitting it. Right. So that ended up working out pretty well. But it is cool, though. I mean, it's kind of like a, on a Galaxy, a Depinto Galaxy. Like yeah. the, well, uh, that's true. Yeah. You know, they have the rocker switches. And, yeah, 16 um, of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, but, I mean, it is cool. Yeah. It is cool. As long as you can see what position they're in. James, right? what Live, color would you, know? you be going for? The Camelina Blue. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, let's see. Well, why don't you go ahead, Billy? I would get the uh, Sage White and um, nickname it Irby. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Would you Irby do anything? Irby the Love yeah. Irby. Guitar. Irby. What, would, would, you, what would you do with the pick guard? Anything? Leave it? Change it? Hmm. Um, pick guard's fine, although uh, you could do a uh, tortoiseshell and kind of make it a little more retro-y. Yeah, that's you know? all. Nice and white. But this is also, I have some uh, uh, Univoxes that are very similar shaped, and um, I'm, I'm anxious to see... How different this sounds than than yeah, those old things. That sounds cool. Or maybe even take pick, these kind of pickups and put them in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put them, put them in, in that old, old that old Univox. Yeah. Because yeah. Univox single coils are kind of kind of shaky. So yeah. Uh, actually, this this intrigues me. Yeah. Yeah. Very yep. cool. Yep. Uh, John, how about yourself? Well, I uh, first of all, I I would definitely buy this guitar. I would get the orange because I think that looks real sharp. Um, and my complaints about it would be very easily taken care of. I, I don't care for the pickup configuration. I'm just not a fan of HSS. Mm -hmm. um, I would probably just lift the pick guard out and put in maybe even a two pickup configuration, um, both single coil. And, and then I agree, I really don't care for the toggle switch or the, the rocker switches um, for the pickup control. Uh, I don't. I don't care for the the rocker switches anyway, and I really don't like where it's located on the mm. kind of on the upper horn. It's yeah. in, in kind of a bad position. So yeah. now I would say the angle that they're going, and I, you know, I hope folks at home are looking at it. The way that they're angled would kind of prevent you from accidentally yeah, maybe kicking so. them one yeah. way or the other while you're strumming because they're kind of like a normal strum. They'd probably be almost perpendicular. If to you're how playing you're it low, it's directly in line with it. Well, yeah, that's you know. true. I guess it would depend on how you've got the guitar position. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm very interested to to see what Tony sounds like. And yeah. I I think it's a really smart from Gil to do this because yeah. there hasn't really been a new configuration, a new shape that is unique looking like this in yeah. in a mass produced guitar for a you know probably aimed at a younger set who who can't drop. A thousand, two thousand dollars on a guitar, and and I mean, I would say with that price point at four fifty, if there's something about it you don't like, it's something it, it. It, it, very it's easy to just get it and and change if what you don't like. Anybody gets one of these, send. Make sure that you get a a, a cool custom pickguard from Tony. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as far as moi, what color would you get, John? Orange. Orange, yeah. Orange. I think so. Um, orange. I, I I would do orange too, just because why not? You got an orange guitar. Um, and I think I, if they, I, if they were real cocky, they would have gotten a G brand <laughs> on the orange. 
<laughs> just to upset yeah, another yeah, yeah. guitar oh, company that, would, that, that had hilarious. orange yeah. guitars with G brands on them. <laughs> <laughs> too true. Too movie? true. Gretch. Actually, yeah, Gretch. <laughs> um, I, you know, the only thing I would do to it is is um, probably put a new pickguard on it and drop the middle pickup out um, because I, I, I was just never. There's a lot that. of people that that find it the middle pickup gets in the way. I mean, I'll be curious just to see how everything lays out and yeah. you know once once I get mine in. Yeah. And and honestly, you could take this same thing, drop both pickups, ditch the rockers, and you got a, you got a punk master right there for sure. Yeah. One pickup, yeah, a Todd I'd, special. I'd be real curious, Tony, when you, you get yours to lift the pick guard and see whether it's like a swimming pool route under there or whether those are. I was thinking the same thing. Individually routed for the because if it's a swimming pool route, you could just go absolutely crazy with that. Yeah, I mean, you'd have no. And I would hope they'd design it that way just to make it... That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. for for the future. So It would make sense from a production standpoint, too, because it's way yeah. easier to make one hole than a whole bunch of little ones. With those three rocker switches up there. Yeah. yeah, yep. yeah, yeah sure. uh, so anyways, that was pretty cool. I, I thought that was a good discussion. Thanks, fellas. What's the um, cool. uh, scale length on it? 25 and a half. So it's the Fender scale. Ooh, nice. And it's a poplar body. Okay. And a maple neck. Mm. I have a question for Tony. Yes. Have you ever had the S200? Oh, the T-Bird. Oh, I actually have one of the reissues. Um, of course you do. And uh, talk about a, a crazy amount of switches and knobs oh, and things like that. But it's a really cool guitar, yes. That's, I've been thinking about buying one of those. They're, I mean, I think, I think for the money, the reissues are a really good deal. The vintage ones have gone through the roof pretty Oh, much. they're crazy. Yeah, but uh, but I honestly find that most of the you should bring that guitar in too. Oh yeah, I've got. That'd it. be cool. It'd be kind of, kind of neat to see those two to, you know, okay. back to back. Then we Does the reissue still have the uh, kickstand on the back? In no kickstand, no. No kickstand. No, that went out with uh, with the I guess the nineteen seventies. Yeah, but uh, but it's still a really cool guitar, and I find that the Guild reissues are really quite quite well made, um, especially the ones that are made in Korea. I did also want to bring up one other sort of roundtable topic real quick. Ooh. Kind of. It has to do with what we just discussed. Um, and, by, and by the way, then we're going to get into uh, James's uh, four on the floor and his, his backstory. But I thought this would be a fun discussion with everybody. Okay. Um, so when we converted the, uh, the, the Pure Salem Bruiser, Bruiser, my Flying V version, um, one of the things that Tony brought up was, well, I said, kill the tone pot. I don't even need that. And he said, well, okay, but the tone pot, he, and he brought up uh, uh, five, the 500K pot. Is that good or bad to leave it in? Volume, all this stuff. So I thought, oh, that'd be really kind of a neat thing to talk about really quick because, honestly, I wasn't totally aware that it, that, that would have an impact on the sound. Or, you know, how much impact it would have on its own. So, Tony, mm -hmm. can you elaborate on what happens when you, when you c cut out either a tone pot or even both tone pots? Well, I mean, so the, the, a lot of people think that if you open the pot wide open, that it has no effect on the circuit. That's incorrect because a wide open 500K pot meters out at 500K. Uh, it's in resistance. When you shut it down, it gets greater and greater and greater to infinity. So that, that, that's how you get volume control. Right. Also, same with the tone control. You're shorting 
part of the higher end, whatever filters through the capacitor, into ground. It still leaves, even if you keep it wide open, you still have a very small amount, but some people claim that they can notice a difference uh, either in output or in um, high frequency. Some um, people claim that I have gained some sustain. Are, are these the same people that claim they can hear the difference between the diodes and a clon when the gain knob is at like... Nine o'clock. Or the difference between <laughs> an orange drop and a bumblebee. I, 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 yes, these are the same people. Is, is there some and, cork and honestly, sniffing involved here? There is, um, <laughs> I mean, let's just take a, a volume control completely out of the circuit. If you wire your pickup directly Man, to like the jack. I like the way you think. Let's do it. You wire it right to the jack. Right in. You are going to have a small but existent gain in output mm -hmm. because again you have a 500k pot or a 250 in the case of a single coil there is some resistance in the circuit that even wide open either one of those pots creates a minuscule amount but resistance nonetheless mm -hmm. so a lot of people just wire it straight to the jack mm -hmm. and that, that yeah it's a possibility um and that's probably the cleanest way of you know, transferring the sound from their strings out to your amplifier. Yeah. So I could have um, done that with this one. You could have, but I still think, in terms of a stage guitar, at the very I least, need, you, I think you, you need, you need a, yeah. at least a volume control yeah. or a kill switch, whichever you want. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I in, I in, use my tuner for a kill switch. Well, you can do that too, I suppose. Yeah, it's a lot use better a than using it to tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's that, James? So do you use tuna? Uh, no, I use the uh, uh, TC uh, electronics po uh, poly poly tuna. Yeah, the mini. That's what I have. One of these. Yeah, I have a couple. I run that first, and it like as soon as I hit it, it just kills the signal. John, you're an electronics guy. I mean, what do you what are your what are your thoughts on? No, I mean you're absolutely right. It, it, to some extent, anything that you've got introduced between the signal and ground, you've got a path for some of the signal to bleed off to ground. So. Um, there is going to be, I mean, you could argue there is a difference between having a tone pot and not having a tone pot at all. Now, is the normal human going to hear that? Probably not. But if you tell someone it's there or tell someone it's not there, all of a sudden you hear all sorts of things that you mm. probably couldn't hear before. So Right. And there are ways to wire in a tone pot that is what we would call a no-load tone pot which doesn't, you know, normally you'd have a jumper across from your volume into your tone pot and then uh, a cap that goes on onto that. You can actually wire it off of the output jack. Oh, interesting. And that, that creates less resistance load on the circuit. Interesting. James, have you, do you have any uh, single pickup uh, guitars? I have a few. I got a uh, Dean ML from 82. It used to be a two humbuckers but then when i was like 17 years old i thought it'd be cool to putty up the neck pickup and then made it into a one pickup mm. then i have a uh, jackson fine v it's a one pickup nice have you have you uh, ever tr done any tone pot cutting or anything like that uh no yeah i uh 
this is my first one. It's very exciting. So I just thought I'd uh, <laughs> share that with everybody in case uh, I, that seems to be something that I, I feel like we're seeing a lot more of as a the single pickup kind of thing happening. Um, could be, I, I feel you know, maybe that goes in waves. I remember as a kid going like, I don't, I don't want a one thing. I want a all thing, you know, because I didn't know any better. And I want three. I like, I like a go between. Yeah. Uh, and and the perfect example is the the Pinto Belvedere that I play. Yeah, Belvedere. It's got, it's got one P90. It's got a volume knob and a tone knob. Mm-hmm. And I can use the tone knob to um, warm it basically, up. Basically, no. Well, I I mean I kind of <laughs> dial that when I'm uh, when it's the chorus of a song or you know the, the singer singing. But then when I go to a solo, I can just crank that up, and now yeah. I have, you know, full everything. Yeah. So it kind of instead of using the volume knob as, you know, to back it off, I just use the tone knob to back Ooh. things off, and it, it leaves the frequency space for the singer's voice to cut through. Nice. Cut through above above the guitar sound. Right yeah, that's, that's actually really good to, good to use. Yeah. Excellent. And I think in terms of, you, if you're referring to single pickup guitars, I mean, there's always been single pickup guitars. Oh, I'm not saying that and, they haven't been around. I just, I feel like I'm seeing a lot more of it right and, now. And I think what a lot of people are realizing, and this is just kind of a, a byproduct of having one pickup and not having one at, in the neck position, is there is less magnetic resistance to the strings yeah. by not having that second pickup. That's why, in a lot of cases, Esquires sound much better than a Telecaster mm. um, if you're going for a right. certain amount of resonance and, yeah. and brightness. Yeah. Well, there's super good stuff. Always good to learn things. I, learn, I try to do that every show, and ta-da. It's kind of it like more. a 101, only a mini it is. 101. It's like a mini 101. <laughs> so 100 and a half. Yes. Uh, so anyways, uh, we are going to move on to something super interesting. Tony. Tony. on my knee. Yes, Todd. Were you just thinking about something? I was thinking about connecting pedals together. Yeah. And, you know, back in my day, mm-hmm. we had to go down to the guitar store and buy these crazy expensive cables Big, chunky things. Yeah, big jacks. It took up half of your pedal. Well, Huge cable thickness. We didn't even have pedal boards back then. No, we had, had carpet. hunks of, of plywood that we would stick duct tape and, you know, it was... The only length they came in was five feet. Yeah. Five feet. Which is extreme. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? What? The kids today have it so much easier. They do. They can go over to Tour Gear Designs and pick up any length that they need. Three inches to, I think, 24 inches that in is multiple shapes. And sizes. Yeah. And colors. It, no, no, only, only in black. black. Just, like, just like old Mr. Ford. <laughs> yes. Any color you want, so long so as it's black. black. Yeah, and when you get there, use the coupon code. What? The There's a coupon knobs. code? There is. You're going to save 10%. The guitar knobs. Yes. And get 10% off of your order. They ship out super quick. You're going to yep. be really happy with them, and yep. they're going to help improve your board organization. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much to Tour Gear Designs for sponsoring our Four on the Floor. Tony. Let me get a little bit of this. One, two, one, two, three. Four on the floor. James Pennington, Grand Poobah Extraordinaire. We need to hear your four on the floor. With an extra one. I'm going to add an extra one. All so. right. You, you know what? I'll give it to you. 
All right, the first one it would be the Foxy Tune Box. Ooh, okay. Ooh, yeah. great choice. OG yeah. or reissue? Reissue. Okay. The old orange box. Tell us what you love about it. Oh, the octave sustain on it. It's, it's pretty, pretty glitchy. I, I just love that old sound, especially with like big power chords and stuff like that. And I use it like a my amp setup. I use is a two by fifteen tab, like an old PV with a. I think it has Black Widows in it. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, that thing sounds massive with yeah, that well, pedal. And, and to be clear, you, uh, we, you know, you are Guitars of Doom, so I'm assuming you're <laughs> not playing surf music on it. That's <laughs> uh, on, the, on the weekdays. Yeah. <laughs> Weekends is straight Doom. <laughs> Weekends are for Doom. All right. <laughs> so uh, is that, is that uh, something, how did you get turned on to that? <laughs> Always seeing, like, the old videos and stuff of, like, them playing the old... I think it was like the red, the red box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the original ones the scene, are red. Yeah, the, the seeing the pictures orange. of that and the old videos of people playing them. Yeah. And I can't afford the original one, so. Yeah, those are crazy expensive. <laughs> Super. Expensive. So I ended up getting that one. Nice. Uh, how about number two? Number two would be the plasma pedal mm. from Game Changer. Yeah. Oh, yes. That thing is amazing you don't even need any kind of uh what you call it gate pedal at all with it it sounds pretty marvelous yeah is it uh you just love the i mean i'm assuming it's just for the gain but you like the tone out of it or the tone is pretty pretty sweet it has a lot of bass a lot of bass response with it and plus like you get totally glitchy with it does your guitar signal change the what displays on the plasma screen? Or I mean, I know it's not a screen; it's like actually the yeah the tube the tube. But does it? I mean, is it reactive to what's going through it? That's something I've always yeah wanted. it does. You could push it and stuff with another pedal and make it sound even more crazy or glitched out. Oh, that's cool. Now, how much of this was because it sounds cool versus it looks cool? Um. I actually got it just for the looks, to be honest with you. It's a just to see those little lightning bolts just go across the little little glass. Yeah. So for those that aren't familiar with it, there's actually a lightning bolt that goes across. It's 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 literally like a little plasma circuit kind of yeah, thing. Little, so when it has you, gas when you, tube. Yeah. So when you play it, um, that ramps up. I met and 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 uh, you know, so it's like you're actually playing electricity. It's pretty cool. Mm. Right, really on. cool. Uh, how about uh, and that is a straight distortion pedal. That's not an overdrive, everybody. So just we're clear on that. Um, how about number three? Number three, the Astral Destiny from Earthquaker Devices. Okay, cool. It's it's a pretty pretty sweet pedal. I don't, I don't ever played it very much because uh, it's on my other board and I don't play that board. But when I do, it's pretty nice what uh, a, turned you on about that oh i just own so many earthquake device pedals i just had it bought <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it, it it's uh that's a reverb pedal and i'm assuming it's going to give you just a, a quite a bit deeper yeah reverb. there's so many settings on it there's like abyss shimmer sub 
sub simmer like has caused like the cosmos settings like bring my favorite on there there's a stretch control on that too what is yes. it tell us about that what does that do it just play one note and hit it and you just make it a little bit longer you can set it for if you want to do a longer setting or you can make it die out a little bit it's pretty cool now it looks like we're, we've got it pulled up here in the studio and there's a couple of different colorways uh which which color did you grab I got the basic one, the pink, I think. It's like pinkish red. Okay. Yeah. With the white background. Cool. Neato, man. Uh, how about uh, number four? How about number now three? This, no, that number is number four. That was, that was three. That was yeah, three. that was three. Wake up, John. Gee, many Christmas. You're messing me up. Okay, four. I uh, would go with Warp Drive from Stone Diff. I absolutely love their aesthetic. Oh, it's they they make some pretty awesome pedals. I, I mean that like 1930s cartoony. Oh, so cool. I just I love it. I mean they they I, could, they could not do anything other than be a kill switch, and I'd buy every one of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, uh, I have that one in the fig. The fig is awesome too. So what's the warp drive do? It's it's pretty much just a distortion. Okay. With kind of you could get fuzz out of it. It's got and a, it has the uh, gate too, so you don't have to use a gate with it. it has it built in. It's a uh, it's listed as a parametric uh, a, a high gain parametric filter. Yeah. So you get a high gain pedal, and you also have the ability to really dial in all the all the squeals and wails and the yep. wee and wow and all that. Business. So I, I'm gonna Except I'm gonna bad or thin. Yeah. I'm going to draw a line here, and you tell me how crazy this is. So when it, if you were to just say high-gain parametric filter distortion, the first thing that comes to my mind is Boss Metal Zone. Where where does the warp drive fall into that discussion? Is it? I mean, obviously, I would imagine a better pedal, but uh, where where do you think these those two would compare? Mm, I don't know, because I love the Boss, too. It's funny because I was thinking Queens of the Stone Age. Tony's over here shaking his head and giving me a thumbs down. Like I just what comes to mind (laughs) to me is like a cocked wah pedal. Yeah, yeah. You can really dial in like Queens of the Stone Age, like Troy Van Leeuwen. I can imagine him playing this. Okay, okay. The bedrooms in the dark. Have you guys watched it on YouTube? Uh, No. Oh wait, you mean demos in the dark? Demos in the dark. Yes. Yes, Bedrooms has, in the Dark is not on YouTube. It's only on HBO Plus. <laughs> oh, I'm going to check that out later. Uh, Billy's waving we, his hands we like, just don't warped ask into me about an this. alternate universe. So <laughs> I think he, he's like, oh my gosh, he's on my channel. Yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, he has a lot of demos like that, doing that kind of tune with this pedal. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Uh, yeah, Stone Def has some really fantastic pedals. Um, they look it, cool, too. Yeah, yeah they, they really do. Um, so that's really cool, man. Um, and you said you had, a number, you had a number five, and I think, you know what? You're allowed that you're a Grand Poobah. Yes, it's one of the well, perks. And it makes sense, too, because it's your guys' pedal. Ah, ah, the old Fez. Yes, the sir. Fez. And, uh, a Grand Poobah Fez. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'll ha- you know what? I'll let you borrow mine at, at home. Uh <laughs> And you can you can get that. Actually, we're Your working first? on Fez two right now. I'm very, we're very yeah, close to having it. It's supposed to be pink, isn't it? Yes, it is. I'm very That's excited. I'm very excited, and it's bigger, and it has more stuff. Nice. I'm, I'm like, 
It's going to be great. Well, this pedal sounds amazing through my rig. Oh, thank you, man. Like, it sounds awesome. Thank you. Um, I, you know, what is and, your and rig? huge, huge thanks to effects uh, layouts for uh, helping out with that. What's, what's your head that you're playing through? You said Black Widow speakers, but what, what's your head? Might make fun of me, but I use an orange uh, baby pedal. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. Through a 215. Through two two. Oh, to, through a 415. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I have an amp peg, like, like a fridge style. It's from uh, 67, I believe. Oh, my. <laughs> and it has the Jensen's, the old Jensen's in them. Yep. And then I have the old PV from, it's an 87. It's from the Mark V base head. Wow. So I have the head too, but I, I never really use it because it likes to crack up. Wow, you are driving some serious, crazy, That's, heavy yeah. tones and stuff, man. <laughs> oh, it, it shakes the house. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think we were all just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Good yeah, it's sake. it's a uh, it sucks when you have to play a show and you have to carry two caps like that. Oh yeah, I was gonna say the roadies uh, must double their rate. Yeah, but you That's can't my you can't go to a serious <laughs> doom show and and like you know it, it, there has to be like a stack of Atlas cabinets behind it or else you're not gonna be taken seriously. Uh, anyhow, well, cool Smoke man. So that is uh, thank you for your your four on the floor. No problem. And actually four plus, you know, very cool. Um, so we need to find out a little bit more about our friend James. And you know, I, as we mentioned at the beginning, he's a grand poobah on the show, and uh, that just means that he is a top level supporter of our show. But aside from that, you know, typically. All of our Grand Poobas, and as well as our executive producers, are really big supporters of the community. Not just, you know, buying people's pedals and boutique gear and stuff, but connecting with other people in the community and just, you know, very active in, in supporting it. So um, first and foremost, I want to say a huge thank you to you, James, for your interaction and uh, keeping the community buzzing and supporting shows like us and um, and and all the builders. Ain't no problem. <laughs> uh, so we are going to find out. First of all, let's talk about your current rig a little bit more. That, that was kind of interesting. Uh, right. let, let's uh, tell us about your uh, guitars, uh, maybe your, t- your, your, your top three favorite guitars first. Oh, that's even harder than the pedals. All right. So my first one would be a Charvel Surfcaster. Ah, I love it. has uh, EMG 81s, 85s in it that I replaced. Is yours a string through or? Uh, or yeah, no, top mounted. Like top mounted, nice. Gibson. Yeah, nice. Ah, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that guitar. I've had it about a little over 10 years. I've recently just broke the headstock on it probably Ooh. about two years ago, but I fixed it. Yeah, I've had uh, I had a, an old six and an old twelve that I regret selling. Uh, That's awesome. They were matching set. It was the you know the the sunburst ones. Oh man! And they you know, of course they had uh, I think the lipstick pickups in them at that time. Yeah, yeah. In that era, 
But yeah, what a what a cool concept for, especially from a, a company like Charvel. Is it, yours is the hollow body with the with the uh, the F hole or the you know the cutout. No, no it's uh, solid, the solid body. body. Oh, okay. yeah. Wow. It's like the metal version when they came out with them a few years ago. Oh, okay, cool. Very cool. It's, it's very reverendy yeah, looking. Cool. If, I, if I'm looking at the correct uh, one here. Yeah. What, what I mean, color is yours, James? Mine's a red with like a flame top on it. Oh. Like, yeah, like, yeah. You, like you drew flames on it? or? Yeah. <laughs> I had the dude down the road from me do it in his trailer. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's super cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then Jackson came out. Not uh, after I don't know, there was some weirdness and a merger or whatever, but Jackson yeah. came out with a solid body version of the of the Surfcaster as well. See, mine kind of looks like that one, kind of like the Mark Morton's from Lamb of Gods, mm-hmm. like his signature. It kind of looks like that, gotcha. but Charvel and it has like the uh, binding and stuff around it. Oh yeah, the abalone binding. That's really cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. Very cool. How about uh, what's number two for you? Number two would be a Jazzmaster Squire, the Conspiracy, with the active pickups. Okay. And it has the matching headstock. It's the green. It's like metallic. I forget the name of the color. Yeah, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. We, we, I think I think when we were uh, before we started this podcast, we were talking about he's probably you know James is probably not a surf guitar player. Yeah, and you just named two classic surf guitars. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I've, had, I've had a couple of jags. Nice. Uh, what about number three? Number three, I'm gonna have to go with my second guitar that I've got when I was nine years old. My dad bought me would be a ESP Kurt Hammett, his signature. Yep. Oh, nice. The KH five hundred two, I believe. So, uh, how, what do you think about all the uh, the uh, early Metallica resurgence, or at least one song? Oh, that's getting annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's kind of funny because um, it, I I went into a bit of a rant at at the dinner table because my kids were like, <laughs> "Dad, you know this song? You know how to play this song?" And I was like, "Listen, before all this." <laughs> Stuff I've been out. playing it ever since you was born. <laughs> yeah. We uh, played Metallica yeah. uphill both ways, yeah. and, and then, we liked it. And then right after that, I Even stopped in the listening snow. to it because the stinking black album ruined everything. What? <laughs> Anyways, it, went, I mean, song, it was crazy. Uh, so the um, other song I'm tired of hearing is that Kate Bush song. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's man, it's everywhere now. Well. It's, it's cool that people are at least getting like, yes, like, like the younger, they're finding generation. their way back into things because if they go there, which is crazy, yeah. If they, if you go to like Spotify or whatever and you type in that stuff, you're start, you're gonna start getting stuff around that era as well. Yep. And I love that because I think that's fantastic stuff back then. But um, anyways, now yeah. Listen to Drain Drain from there. A- you go. I just watched the movie Barbarella for the first time. Oh, yeah. Barbara, and, and one of the characters was Duran Duran. That's where they got it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's what that's yeah. from. So, James, thank you for giving us an idea of the kind of things you're playing. Are those now those your are you are those your favorite guitars? Or those is that your like main guitar setup right now? 
Well, the Kurt Hammett guitar I, I don't play anymore. It just stays in the case because it's, it's getting old and all the plastics are starting to break on it around the pickup. Oh, yeah, I get you. I know a guy that can fix that. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Tony can help out. Uh, so let's talk about your, in, like, how you kind of fell into all this stuff. Like, what was the, what was the, your early genesis of, like, holy mackerel, I got to play guitar? Uh, seeing my cousin play guitar when I was little, that's... It's my first memory of being like wanting to play guitar, but he was playing like Grateful Dead stuff. Okay, <laughs> okay. Is that uh, like when you were young? Like how how young are we talking here? Oh geez, probably about five. Whoa, that is Always, pretty early. Yeah, playing acoustics all the time, and him giving me a his acoustic when I was like probably around seven or six. Rad, rad, man. Uh. Now, once you kind of said, oh, yeah, I kind of want to do this, I mean, obviously you didn't, you probably didn't really get into it heavy at that age. When did, uh, when did you really start to lay into it? Uh, pray around when I got my Dean, which I was about 12 years old, and that's when I really got into Pantera. Okay, mm-hmm. there it is. Yeah. So Pantera opened up the door for you for uh, guitar. Oh, yeah. So Pantera is uh, sort of a, a gateway band for actually a lot of people. And what what was it about Pantera that, that you locked onto? Oh, just Dom's tone and then all of his little whammy tricks and stuff like that. And, and this is tone overall. Brad, what what uh, did you were you trying to like emulate that like super hard or, or were you did you trying yeah. to emulate but never getting to that point because the Dean I have doesn't even have the uh, tremolo it's just straight through the boss straight through body yeah kind of tough to do tremolo tricks without a tremolo yeah especially without a whammy pedal yeah um so that was your entry into it and you you've obviously continued into the path of the heavier music um what are some things that you're into right now as far as like influences and uh and then how is that translating to your own playing pretty much like uh sleep this uh matt pikes like he's like god i don't know that dude's like matt pike (laughs) yeah Yeah. amazing tune Yeah. yeah even high on fire like that stuff's amazing just can't get enough of that. All right, so recently I was seeing Weed Eater in like a small, small room. I don't know if you guys ever heard of uh, One, Two, Three Pleasant Streets of Morgantown. I have not. Yeah, it's it's pretty much a party town up there, but that venue, it only holds, I don't even say that, about 200 people. But the bass and just the atmosphere in that place is amazing for that kind of music. And to seeing them live was, it's it's life changing. I guess it would be a pretty visceral experience for me, you know. Meaning, just like if you're in that small room and you got that kind of music, like you're going yeah. to feel it in your bones. Especially hearing Dixie's bass, like it's was insane. I was in front of that dude like the whole time, and that's all you heard was his his bass in a good way. <laughs> that's cool. Was that, was that like uh, Richie Mellons with uh, Karma to Burn? Oh yeah, they used they. They're from Morgantown. Yeah. Karma the Burn. 
Is there a big oh, doom well. sound out or is doom scene out to where you live right now? Uh, not really. I wouldn't say they're that big. I mean, it's there, mm-hmm. but it's not not big. So James, obviously, you know, you're supporting the, in the guitar community um, with our show and and all the builders that we've had on and and uh, all the ones that we haven't had on. I mean, there's loads that we still get to have the opportunity to have on our show. But um, of the ones that are out there that you are uh, more familiar with and that you enjoy supporting, like, w- tell us about a couple of them. I'm going to go with uh, Bookworm Effects from uh, here in my home state in, in Morgantown. They, they were one of the first ones that really went absolutely crazy with, like, PCB art. Yeah. Um, the art on the PCB and like the shape, like the shape of the PCB was the always PCBs, like, yeah. yeah, they were, I mean, you pop the back off of the, one of those things, it's just wild on the inside. That dude is, he makes the coolest pedals, man. I have, let's see, you have four of his pedals and like all four of them are, are amazing. If you have a chance, I definitely would look them up. I've actually had conversation with him, but, um, that was, that was back in 2020 and, I think uh, I think things just went sideways. So um, <laughs> in 2020, no, yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> it's it's been smooth sailing. Um, well, actually, no. To be fair, I want to be fair to Bookworm. I, I believe at the time, like there was a there was a, a a work a work schedule problem. Like he wasn't able to do it when we were able to do it, and so it just kind of we left it for later. So maybe maybe that'll clear up at uh, some point. So. Um, but yeah, really cool, really cool stuff he's making out there. And uh, he also makes a, another pedal called Delay It. It's a delay pedal, and it has like a seeing eye on it, and like you can switch it. It has like a little toggle switch, so it's light activated. So if you have like any kind of bright light hitting it, right, it just makes it like oscillate, like makes a different weird sounding noises. But if you put the shadow, like go back over, it kind of goes back to normal. So that one's like really cool to play. Like, if you're actually on a show and you have flashing lights or something like that, it's just constantly changing your tune. That's cool. So, <laughs> so that's so that's one that everybody can go investigate and all that stuff. Bookworm, what else? What else has got your uh, your mind kicking? Aerion effects. Now that dude makes some pretty cool pedals. Well, I guess you'd make them. He provides you to make them. We've the had them on the I, show, actually. Yep. Now the first one I got, I actually wanted from you guys is the uh, Clonka clone. That's right. Now that pedal is pretty cool. I never, I don't like overdrives like the Ibanez tube screamers and stuff like that. Yep. Now that, I, I'm, I love that pedal. Just stack the gain on, blast the gain, and stack it with a fuzz, dude. It's it's amazing. That's killer. And you and you got to build that one yourself. Yep, and then I have another one from them, the Octa Fuzz, which is the Super Fuzz right. circuit. Right. And that, that one's is amazing too. Yeah, I don't think that guy makes any bad pedals. Yeah, really good, uh, really good kits there too. And, yes. and you can also get um, parts and PCBs and stuff as well. Yep, and the his boards are super cheap, I think. Yeah. Um, how about uh, how about giving us one more? Uh, Frost Giant effects. Oh, yeah. You guys had them, too, also? We've had them on. Yeah, yep. yeah. The um, Massive. Or the, yeah, the Massive. Massive, yeah, you have the Massive. Yep. What do you like right. about that one? For a one-nobber fuzz, that's it's a pretty brutal fuzz. I mean, you can't really get wrong with that. And plus, it has one knob on it, so 
One this knob to rule them all. Yes, one knob. <laughs> <laughs> and the one I have is the uh, the Black Lives Matters version. Yeah. When he was doing the um, the little fundraiser thing. That's cool. I bought it off them during that time. Solid man. So uh, let's say if you if you had if you get to you know kind of wish for three three things. All right, they can be an amp or a pedal, a guitar, combination of any of those things. Uh, from uh, some of the people that we've uh, you know that are out there in the uh, boutique world. Um, and you know whether they've been on our show or others or ones that we haven't even had on yet, uh, what would that be? I would pick the Gala guitars, probably his uh, the Firebird looking ones. Oh man, that's the, oh. the challenger. Yeah, the challenger. challenger. That's yeah. it. Yep, killer. These things are sweet. And amp. Oh, let's see, probably a Benson. Can't go wrong. I mean, those. Do, there, do you have a, a model in mind? Them. Uh, the Vinny. The Vinny. Yep. That's a good one. That's when I yep. need to go with my guitar. I think you should. Right? <laughs> all things V. Yes. Uh, all right. What's what's the third sort of genie wish you're going to grab? Let's see. The pedal would probably be original fuzz face, but the Jimmy, kind of like the Jimi Hendrix circuit. Okay. There you go. That would be, say that would be the pick. Uh, you know, I, I got one recently from Hello Sailor uh, that sounds absolutely fantastic. It's weird, wild, and wonderful in all the in all the, the ways that he makes those things, but it sounds freaking great. Yeah, he makes some awesome pedals. That dude's so cool. Indeed. James, dude, been great finding out about your guitar world. And, uh, you know, again, we th- we're, we just, we're so glad that we have people like you out there um, supporting... Uh, all of the people who are doing things in the community, not just us. Um, so big thanks to you, man. Oh, no problem. Uh, we are going to hop on. We're going to pile all of us into the I'm not going now. anywhere near that, that heat palace of Jared's. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just drive past and beep. Yeah, because he'll be angry. He'll just be all hot in that house. And sweaty. Yeah. Uh, hot and sweaty. Billy, you throw a cold beer at him on the way, okay? <laughs> Shake it up first. Yeah, not at him, like not at his head or anything, but, you know, lob one at him to oh. cool him off. <laughs> all right. Cuts Let's this. do it, Tony. Because at this point of the show, Todd, it's 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 the favorite, bestest part in the whole wide world. Everybody's favorite. It's a little ditty that I sing called uh, oh, Would You Rather? You sound like Cowardly Lion, man. <laughs> Courage. Okay, I know. Courage. I, I have Do a it. vocal teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're saying I need lessons? I'm I, saying I, I'm I have say- a I have a good vocal teacher. <laughs> yeah. This week's Would You Rather is brought to us by our good friend, uh, Bruce Bacon. Every time I say his name, I get a little bit hungry. Big thanks to Bruce. He always shows up with good stuff. This is a good one. So you're walking down the street and you think to yourself, wow, there are so many different roles in a band. Then poof. A cloud of smoke appears, and the ghost of Frank Zappa returns. 
Frank steps towards you and says, Hey, man, I heard uh, what was in your in your mind, my six-string compadre. <laughs> uh, like, how would you like to have... That's pretty good. ...the talent, uh, musical mind, and drive to serve in one of these roles? And I don't mean roles. Yeah, I just had to go. So you have three choices. Yeah. So would you rather one... Be a strong songwriter, but an average guitarist. Two, be a virtual guitarist who can learn and play anyone's song, but does not write original material. Or number three, an above average multi-instrumentalist who can play guitar, bass, drums, keyboards, sax, and marimba. Those are your three choices. Okay. Well, Tony. So, um, I think so. My choices are a strong songwriter, strong average, songwriter, average, average, average guitarist, player. a virtuoso guitarist. Uh huh. But you can't write anything Nothing original, or an above-average multi-instrumentalist. Yes. I'm gonna go with uh, number three. Be, multi-instrumentalist? I, I would like to be a multi-instrumentalist because, honestly, I, uh, I, I think it would be kind of cool to be able, and you can get a heck of a lot more gigs, I think, if you were a multi-instrumentalist. Everybody's looking for a marimba player. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Everybody. I've, I've heard that said many times. So, yes, I'm going with number three, an above-average multi-instrumentalist. Okay. That's a good choice. Thank you. That's a good choice. Uh, let's see. Billy. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think I already am number one. A strong, a strong songwriter, songwriter. And, a, and a decent guitarist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and but I also play bass, and that's where I get most of my gigs. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I'll stick with number one because I feel like I have a voice. You know, there's stuff inside that needs to come out through writing songs. Yeah. And that's the way I do that. So. Have yeah. you tried acupuncture? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, John. This so, is torture enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to agree with Billy. Um, I, when, I, and when I think of my favorite bands and the favorite, I guess, lead people in those bands, it's the songwriters. So mm. I think that's, that's definitely where I would be. Okay. And what do your T-shirts say, John? Below average guitarist. So even being <laughs> an average guitarist would be a, a move in the right up. direction. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, James, how about yourself? I'm going to go with number three. Yay! I'm not uh, on an island by myself. Multi-instrumentalist. All right. What, what would be the instrument that you would most unlikely like to be like really good at? The drums. All right. There you go. Nice. Why not, right? I don't, I don't have a drum set, but I don't play it. Well, there's a start. Yeah, see? <laughs> I'm one foot in the door. You, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. This is really tough um, because I think, you know, Billy and I are in the same kind of camp, like, I, you know, writing all the songs and stuff. And I'm, I've said many times, like, I am a self-pronounced hack at, at what I'm doing. I would like to be better without having to work too much harder <laughs> I know that's a crap thing to say, but it's real. But I 
if, if okay, I'm going to take where I currently am out. So currently I'm in number one. Okay. Um, I would consider myself, if I have to pick something in here, that's, that's where I feel comfortable saying that I am. Um, I think it would be pretty cool to be um, really damn good at the guitar. Huh. And and I would be happy to say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm thinking of like, you know, like our friend Jeff Schroeder. He's amazing at guitar. Uh and he's playing with great people. And so he's, you know, living his life doing the thing that he loves doing. But he's also a good right. He he does his own he does his own stuff, but his his strength is is uh support. Okay. Being a virtuoso. Yeah. I mean he he that? can play anything. Um and he continues to learn. He's like, I play all rock and roll, but he's like getting really good at jazz too. Mm-hmm. So if you have that ability, I think you could expand your range. So I'm going that. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow in my friend's footsteps. You do that, Todd. So Thanks, number man. number two. Yeah, I'm going on. to number two. Okay. Get to work. That's what I'm doing. We know all night long with the guitar. <laughs> Bruce also sent along his Bruce choice. Yes. And he asked Come me on, to wait Bruce. until after everyone had made their choices. So Bruce, to Bruce not... what do you choose? My pick is a strong songwriter, average guitarist. Songs are forever. And being an average guitarist would be an upgrade. <laughs> Win-win for me. Nice. Nice. All Looking right. forward to your songs. Thanks, Looking Bruce. forward to your songs. Indeed. Well, if nothing else, that gives, you know, it, it kind of brings up the point of wherever you are, you can move upwards, sideways, diagonal, however you want to, to do it. And um, you don't have to be one or another. You can just just continue to be something and, and get better at it. Um, you, know, you know, Todd. It can be incrementally better. It doesn't have to be, you know, going from average to virtuoso. It can just be, hey, I learned some new stuff. Just go out and do that. Learn something new tomorrow. You Tonight, know, do you it know now. What, you know what they say, Todd? No. Wherever you are, that's where, where you'll at. be. Yep. All right. We need to thank a few people, Tony. That's right, Todd, because at this part of the show, there's a special, special group of people that we love to thank. These are our executive producers. Now, you might be wondering, what is an executive producer? I What's can... an executive producer? Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> an executive producer makes this show possible. It's a he, uh, an executive producer is a sponsor, a patron mm-hmm. of this very podcast. Indeed, there's at least one in the room, and one on the line. Yeah. So there's at least two, is what you're saying. There's at least two. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> now you might be wondering how you can become an executive producer. Yeah. Tony, how can you become yeah, an Billy, executive you the producer? Ball on that one. Thanks, Billy. Yeah, Bill. How do you become an executive <laughs> producer, Tony? You head over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check out a couple different levels in which you can participate. Become a sponsor, a patron of this very podcast. Each level comes with a great bevy of thank you gifts. But there's one thing more you get as an executive producer. What's that? get to have your name read on the thing. That's right. And that's what I'm going to do right now. So special thanks to these executives. Oh, and you get to hear Tony do a two-minute delivery on this. Good job, Tony. <laughs> Thank you. Let's shoot for five minutes yeah, today, go, shall Tony, we? Yeah, go, Tony, go, go. I'll read very slowly. So this- special thanks to these executive producers. 
I'm over the moon for moon guitars. Vader in pedals. Drew Lopez. John Halverson. Rick Calhoun. Trevor Gunberg. Elad Mizrahi. Mike D. Richard Kendall. Mark Garten. Matt Hart. James White. Justin Jones. Anthony Gemalero. Bill Gola Guitars. John Esterly. Thanks, John. Yeah. Thanks, John. Anthony Lathrop. Stefan Lamb. Michael Senchuk. Ken Sayers. Doug Christ. Darren Gregory. John Anglin. Tom Brazen. Rusty Sneeden. Ralph Gottschalk from Wonderful Audio Technology. What? Don Kloss. Gregory Randall. Brett Hogarth. Eric Hemmer and Stuart George. Yes. But wait a minute. No, don't interrupt. Because there's don't a do it. there is a very, very special group. We call them our Grand Poobas. Indeed. Now the Grand Poobas, in addition to all the great stuff, they get a fez to wear upon their head while listening to the podcast. We got a stack of fezes right here for new ones. Right there. Yeah. Wow. Right, right, <laughs> right I pointed where they're not. They're right here. Here, here's proof. Here's an ASMR thing for you. Mm. Oh. Cellophane. Oh yes. Oh, so Todd's allowed to make noise. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Yes. So special, special, special thanks to these grand poobas: Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igareda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wound Pickups, Hicks Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch. Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Cody Foster, Science of Sound, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jerusik from 12th Hour Devices, TikTok, TikTok, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. Eddie Serratos, David Poe. Is there someone I'm forgetting? Maybe. James Pennington! From Guitars of Doom. Now, one thing that's interesting about James is that uh, he was so kind to send to build two pedals, which I featured on our Instagram. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be giving those away to our listeners, to our supporters on Patreon. So be looking out for that giveaway, uh, all of our Patreonites. Thanks, James. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, that was so bro. cool of you for, to do, man, for sure. Oh, um, there, Bravo. And uh, I also want to just to do a quick call out uh, for Michio Murakishi. He's... Uh, he's spent like the entire summer hiking around in the west and mm. and he's done like a, a vlog almost of it on on uh, instagram is that like a, is that arm. like a video log y- yes it is a vlog a vlog um and uh, recently Vlog. injured his arm and, oh, no. but, but it's not broken he okay. said it's not broken good, good, good. but anyways if you're into the outdoors get it let's see what i did right there uh-huh. um there check out mercio uh sorry michio <laughs> I tried to con- make his Murakishio. Murakishio, yeah. Uh, Michio <laughs> Murakishi. Mur- yeah. 
Uh, check out his uh, his his Instagram. It's really interesting. He's doing d- daily tips on his hiking and stuff. And nice. He just backpacked across America. It's wow. pretty cool. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Uh, and he's a great supporter of the entire community, much like James and John and everybody else out there. So thank you all so much for doing that. Uh, all right, James Pennington, thank you for being on our show, for spending the time supporting us and just being who you are, man. Oh, thank you, guys. Uh, Billy, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank John, you. thanks for joining us. Of course. Hey, everybody. Have a fantastic guitar week and subscribe. Yeah. What about Tony? You're always yeah. here, Tony. You're, 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 you're what my about rock. Tony? Tony. So uh, have we started yet? You didn't gong him. I'm okay. have, <laughs> no, we have not. Hey, I heard West Virginia has a very unique uh, chili dog. If at any point in time you, you have to use, use the bathroom, the bathroom or grab a drink, drink or whatever, or, whatever, or punch, punch Tony, Tony in the nuts, in the nuts. I got the controls. Oh, the hey, everybody, it's Todd Novak. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're really landed on thick tonight. <laughs> Oh, not, oh, it's got like cabbage and all kinds of crap. You know, I'm just here for the fun. I love doing the podcast, and I'm just here for the fun. So whatever you need me to do, Todd, I'm more than happy to do it. I'm just Det- here for I the I detected emotions. a note of sarcasm there. <laughs> he- <laughs> I can see where you're going to voice lessons. <laughs> can I get you three Watermelon. to not... Say not anything. say anything? Watermelon. Just for a minute. A brief but, minute. But, uh, I'm trying to get his volume up but, so we can do the show. Rotella banana. So All right. a second, it's a minute. Clint, you bumbling fool. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. So, uh, <clears throat> There's three of uh, us in uh, one uh, of you. I know. I'm totally outnumbered. This is like overwhelming <laughs> right now. God, like, what have I done? <laughs> 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 I, I'm expected to hold my breath when I'm not <laughs> no, talking. Just blow it out the other <gasps> side. Squid breathing. Yeah. So uh, you're going to spend more of our time. Tony Dudzik, pick Guardian. Wait, I, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, how, how, was, how was the last time? How was the I last time? Uh, so anytime you want to start, Todd. Yeah. I'm just, yeah if there's no more dregs of humanity to show up to do this show with me, we can go. <laughs> <laughs> and away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our instagram at guitar knobs catch you next time